Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Reserve Scene Podcast. My name is Raheem the Dream, and, and I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm with my co-host, Michael. Say hi, Michael. <laughs> hey, I don't have a cool name like that, like Raheem the Dream. It's Big Mike. It rhymes with Michael, though. It's Big Mike. Big Mike. It doesn't <laughs> rhyme, though. It doesn't have to rhyme if it's cool, okay? Really? Okay. No. Gotcha. No. Um... <laughs> And we're here on episode 20. I don't have a rhyme because I'm upset. There's something on my mind. What's on your mind, Ray? Um, I ran out of the wall plugins at my house, and so I went to go buy a new one, and it didn't have the scent that I wanted. So I tried a new scent, and I hate it. <laughs> so that's just blocking your mental thoughts. Yeah, it smells... You can't rhyme. You can't think about anything. I don't, I don't know... Smell. Yeah, I don't know why I got this one. Like, I usually get like a linen smell or like a something like refreshing, like a like a like a ocean breeze. But yeah. like, I, for some reason, I picked up like a like a fruit flavor. Like it was like orange or something. Orange mixed with something else, uh, and, and I absolutely hate it. I I I kind of just like, yeah, I kind of just want to unplug it and throw it away. But I already spent like eight bucks on it, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna smell like oranges for a few weeks now. You know what I should do? I should put it on uh, because they're on low. I should put them on high and let them run out quick. <laughs> just get inundated with the smell. Yes. And w- what room is it in? What what? Like your what room is it in? I I live in a in studio. Your bathroom or something. I live in a studio, okay. so I, was, I have. I was gonna say you should put it in like your biggest room possible. Yeah, yeah. Like, biggest space I have, Well, I have one. The one I have one next to the door, so like it's right when you walk in, you get a whiff of it, and I have one next to the litter box. So it's mm-hmm. like. They're like ones, obviously, like there's those are like I personally, I thought about it for like 20 minutes where I wanted to put those. And I find like that that's those are the best spots to put them. Like right when you walk yeah. in, you get a nice whiff and then right where the, mo- the stinkiest thing is. Right. Yeah. That's pretty smart. Thank you. I put one, I put one <laughs> right like in, in the door in my bedroom. Ooh. It's nice uh, just to walk in. How many do you have? I have like three or four around the house. Oh, you making me think about some, me, getting, me getting two more. Yeah, maybe you should get one that like compliments those smells. So I want like two. Not just the orange. You smell like, I don't know, something else too. Yeah, one for my bathroom, one for my, for my next to my bed that I have mm-hmm. four. Yeah. But that's not, that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yes. That's right. So. Falcon and the Winter Soldier season season review. Yes, yes, we, yes, we yes. We kind of did one with with um, one division and the season finale of Falcon Winter Soldier just hit this past Friday, and we wanted to review it because we love the show and we love. Well, did we love the show? I don't know. I don't know Raheem's thoughts. I think mm. I have a good guess, but <laughs> uh, so we're gonna do that. It's gonna be. I think I literally said like one thing to you about it. Yeah, we, we can't talk too much about it. But this is going to be pretty similar to our movie yeah. reviews. We can talk a little bit what we like, what we didn't like, uh, some non-spoilers and spoilers, uh, things like that. So uh, we can just go ahead and get right on into it if you want to, Raheem. What would you think? Season as a whole. <laughs> well, initial thoughts. Um, let me think. I liked it. I, I really did. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be and a little hmm. bit more. Um I was I didn't have super high expectations for it because it is a Marvel TV show and we know what happens when you have super high expectations with WandaVision. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to get too excited, no crazy big right. reveals or anything like that. So I was like, I was just gonna 
I I strapped in and went for went for a nice stroll in the Marvel universe, and that's right. exactly what we got. But I think personally, this time there is. I mean, obviously, Wonder Vision did, did have implications outside of the movies, but I feel like you didn't have you don't have to watch Wonder Vision to watch the movies anymore. But I feel like people will, will be confused about a certain character if they didn't see the last episode of this uh, show. You know, right. they, they they'd be kind of confused about what happened and how how did this go? You know, yeah. Well, I think actually, there be some some confusion with WandaVision, uh, just because a little know, bit you, you have her. You have some new characters in there. Wanda has definitely leveled up her power level. She has, um, you know, some her two new children now and things like that. There's there's some things not as obvious as Falcon and Winter Soldier, though. I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, I, I should t- 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 take it back a little bit because I feel like with WandaVision, you're right. They have a lot of more things going on with her. But also, to be honest with you, at the end of Endgame, it kind of did explain that, you know, what happens – you know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of explained that. So I feel like there wouldn't be much confusion, to be honest. In what show? It, it, it explained Frank. Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, like the the last episode. Like right. If you watch yeah. Endgame and then saw the next, like the next time they showed Falcon or those some of those characters in there, you wouldn't be re- that confused. You'd be like, oh, okay, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll give you that. But now there is another character that was revealed at the end of the first episode. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. That he, I think there's some potential setup with him. Oh yes, um, you know. So I, I I think I don't know. That's interesting to think about. Is this essential viewing for the new movies that are, that are coming up, or next time you see some of these characters um, after the changes that they've been through in the show? Are they gonna explain it in the next movie that you see, just in case somebody didn't watch the six hours of this show? I would say um, they're not going to be as important as we think they are going forward unless it's it's a TV show. Because I think they're setting up uh, kind of like what they were doing with the Netflix shows, like a whole like Defenders or something like that. They're going to do something similar to that with the TV shows. I'm just throwing it out there because I saw some characters I'm, I'm seeing that I don't think are going to be big players, but they're going to be small players in terms of like the Marvel TV universe type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking that's what they're gonna do, and like the the intricacies of these shows aren't gonna be super important, but like the main theme of them are gonna be are gonna be important. Like of course we're gonna see Bucky, and we're gonna see Falcon, we're gonna see Wanda, we're gonna see Vision, we're gonna see all those in the bigger movies. But you know we don't need to know who uh who who uh Ralph Boner is, you know what I mean? We don't need to know right. who that guy is for the movies. Same thing with some of the characters and my and stuff that goes on in these shows. You know, they might, I right. feel like they, I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I think these shows are a little bit more about getting to know the characters. Yeah. Um, and their relationships. I mean, a good, good one is Wanda and Vision, you know. But Falcon Winter Soldier, for instance, I mean, Bucky and Sam came a long way by the end of this show. You know, with oh, their yeah. relationship, they, they can stand to be in the same room, you know, you know with each other, and, and they're not constantly finding each other anymore, and 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 things like that. So there are some smaller implications and a, a, a lot of character development, I guess, you get with these shows or these six-hour um, movies, however you want to look at it. But but there are there's some big some big ramifications in there. Oh yeah, definitely. I think 
the goal now that I've seen two of these shows, um, I think the goal that Kevin Feige and Marvel were trying to do with these shows is dive deeper into the side characters from the movies and give mm-hmm. them more of a a, um, a backstory. You know, because I remember one of my friends, she actually asked me, she's like, "Okay, what movies do I need to watch to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier to know more about Falcon's character?" And I said, um, "Honestly, just watch uh, the Winter Soldier and." That's probably about it, and that's all you really need to know. Because the other, the other episode, I mean, the other movie season, he's he's just a side character. He doesn't really have a backstory in those, and he's just there. I mean, he he has mm-hmm. lines, of course, but like it's not like anything important. So I was telling her either watch that or watch the uh, what's the show Marvel Legends, where that has like a seven minute briefing right. on the characters. Right. And that's what that's that's what I'm seeing. The the reoccurring theme is like these are characters that never had as much screen time as like Tony Stark or or um any of the bigger characters right you know and they, they're just fleshing those people out yeah i get that um, i think though uh, i don't know i think at the end or several years from now like when we get avengers f- five or six um when there's some new characters filling in these legacy roles mm-hmm. for instance maybe there's a new iron man down the line or maybe there's a new Hawkeye or, or something like that, or you know, mm-hmm. s- some some new character stepping into these mantles. I don't know. Is it going to catch you out of the blue in a movie if you haven't seen these TV shows? Because it is, that's something that these shows are doing is, um, especially Falcon and Winter Soldier, but putting new characters into these positions where they're going going to be important in the future and introducing characters. Oh yeah. Who are not much happening now, but it's it's leading up to it. So it seems kind of <laughs> essential in that way for me. But. Well, think about it like this. Okay, think about it from the complete step away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole and step into like um, Disney's bottom line here. Um, I think the main point of these shows was to get the diehard Marvel fans to get Disney Plus. Um, that was one of the reasons they did it. Um, so who's watching these, these shows? I talked to a lot of people, and most a lot of people aren't watching these shows. They're um mm. they they might have watched one division because they it was all over the internet but like not many people that aren't huge Marvel fans some even some people who love Marvel did not watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, um from what I saw like I asked a lot of people and they said no I haven't watched it or I don't want to watch it till it's, it's finished or I don't think yeah. I need to watch that right now or something like that you know like it's not super important but who is watching it it's the diehard fans and right. um who are the movies for. Some people will go to go to watch these Marvel movies and not know half the references and still enjoy themselves. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's Pretty a casual fans. Yeah. So it's like um, I feel like these shows were just meant for the diehard fans and it's going to just give us what we want exactly. And not really. I'm thinking from a long term perspective, the things that they're going to bring into the movies aren't going to be super, super um, hard to understand that transition over. And like, for example, like you said, like, you know, WandaVision. Um, they brought in the two kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been it's been a while since Endgame. So, I mean, like, they can just say, yeah, she had two kids and she's a magician. She's going to try to find her two kids. I mean, and then somebody be like, okay, gotcha. It's all you need to know. And then they know right. that they got a vision. They all need to know about the rest of the stuff that happened in WandaVision and all this other stuff. And the same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. They, I mean, eventually they became friends. And, you know, like we said, the big spoiler for the end of the last episode, That that's right. pretty obvious, you know? So Right. I think, I think you're probably right. For instance, there's a new there's a show coming out. She Hulk is going to mm-hmm. be on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's a a new 
a new character, and I think when she shows up in the movie, it'll just be like, oh yeah, I'm She-Hulk, I'm Bruce Banner's cousin or whatever, and that's that's yeah. probably all they'll say in the movie. Um, but like, oh well, you could see her origin story here, or, or you know, something that not every person will have to get it, but it's it would be just like if they skipped a movie, right? Or you know, didn't watch the Ant Man's, but here he is in Avengers Endgame, and you kind of right. get the gist of that that character. I mean, that's what comics are supposed to be like anyway. Like, uh, you know, someone who's a diehard Spider Man co- fan doesn't have to read if there they if there's a dare, dare, Daredevil, com- uh, if Daredevil so happens to show up in a Spider Man comic book, you don't have to know everything about Daredevil mm-hmm. and how you got there. You just need to know like the gist of who he is, and then you can still enjoy the comic. You know, same thing. Right, and you can if you want to. Hey. I actually, I'm reading the Spider-Man comic, and Daredevil is in it, and I actually like him. So I'm <laughs> gonna go. I want to find out, you know, more about Daredevil and see, you know, some who are his villains and what does he go through. And, oh well, hey, here's the TV show with that backstory. You can go <laughs> watch it later. I think that's 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 interesting that you say that. It's, it's kind of a similar formula as yeah. the comic books themselves. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ben Affleck was a way better um, Batman than he was a Daredevil. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Just saying, yeah. <laughs> what do you so? What did you think, Michael? Yeah, I have pretty similar thoughts. I I enjoyed uh, the show a lot. It wasn't. I don't think I got as much enjoyment out of it as I did Wandavision, just because there are two very different shows, and and Wandavision was a level of different level of hype, I guess, with the amount of you know rumors, and it was just very different. It was kind of you trying to figure it all out. And this one was more of a story that unfolds in a more natural way with us, not as many surprises and twists and turns. Um, but I, I really did like it. Uh, it, it told the story that I expected to not similar lines. I had some surprises with it and it didn't go as far into some things as I thought that they were going to before I saw the show. Uh, but I really enjoyed the new characters that it had, I, I or that it brought and introduced. Um, I really liked seeing Bucky and Sam's relationship, you know, after Steve Rogers, and and um, now they don't have him, but they still have that tie to him. And so I, I like to see the character development that they did show and their relationship with them, and and just you know, this really did show kind of that a lot of of the aftermath of Avengers Endgame, I would say more so than uh, WandaVision, because WandaVision was kind of in his his own bubble. I I agree on that. And so this, you get to see some, you know, how's the world doing after the blip and after the snap, and, you know, what are some of the challenges that it's going through? Uh, And so it it really did build the universe in those ways. But overall, really, really enjoyed the show. Yeah, I I did enjoy how it, like um just keep going about the story wise it it brought in a real world element too because normally you know with the marvel movies you don't really see how the they don't really incorporate the real world into the marvel world like it's still our world but like they don't bring in like politics or like things that are currently happening you know inside of like the shows but this show definitely did not stray away from things that are really happening in mm-hmm. our world you know like uh they yeah. touched upon things that have been going on with the captain america mantle since the 40s 
Um, <laughs> they touched upon a bunch of stuff like that and uh, just how what would happen if uh, there was no borders for five years and then they made their own borders and now the borders should be back and all that stuff. So I, I thought right. it was thought it was yeah, pretty it, good how it, they did that. It kind of touches on things like immigration and things you know, like racism and, and how does this yeah. affect this and which it I think it does that more so than probably any other Marvel property up at this point besides Especially, like luke cage maybe but luke cage didn't really have much right. of that in there i don't right. think so but it, this but, uh, this yeah. really hits it like more nail on the head like you i don't know it's more obvious with the way it with, with the way it does it i think yeah well anyways um just in, in a general note I, I i liked the performances in this i i thought some really good stuff with uh Anthony Mackie and and um, Sebastian Stan, but the side characters did a really really good job. Wyatt Russell uh, was really good as oh uh, he John was Walker. a knockout. Mm-hmm. He was a knockout. He, he did his show. job really well because I think most people in the world hated him, and that's <laughs> what he was supposed to be there doing. I absolutely hated him. <laughs> Yeah, he. I will say the highlight of the show for me was definitely uh, the acting and the fight scenes. Those were the two things that kept me coming back to the yeah. uh, to see what happened next. It wasn't necessarily the story; it was more or less the acting and the the just the actors themselves and how well they portrayed those characters. Like, I really believe Wyatt. I really believe Anthony. I really believe Sebastian. I really believed. Uh, I don't know her name, but the girl who played Carly Margenthal. I believe her a lot. Mm. You know, um, I just. It was a great cast, of lovable people, and um, I I will say like the if if it wasn't for them, I, the story didn't necessarily keep me coming back as much as the characters did, you know, like and yeah, how believable exactly. I believe them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the same for me. Like I didn't, the story played out, and you know, not much surprising with it uh, actually. But I did want I did keep tuning in to. See, well, what are they doing with Wyatt Russell and how is Bucky going to react to this and how is Sam going to react to this? And So I, I did come back for, I guess, more so to follow up on the characters than their mission or their yeah. plot or anything like that. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, what I didn't like about the show was um, I just felt like it was missing something like it was, I can't put my tip, my tip of my tongue on it right now, but it was missing something, um, from what I I wanted more from it. Uh, okay, say for example, like WandaVision. we were saying we were we were let down a little bit because of like everything that was going on outside of it. You know, they had um Paul Bettany. He was like saying there's a huge thing, and it was just himself, and you know, <laughs> like all that stuff. And yeah. if you didn't notice, there was not they the actors stayed kind of quiet when this was going on. Like no one said anything. I think that I think I saw maybe saw one interview with Ryan Russell, like while the show was going on. And yeah. I didn't even watch it, but um, no, sorry, uh, what's his name? Uh, that's uh, right. Not Kurt. No, Kurt Russell. Let me. What's his real name? Uh, uh, it's Kurt. Why Russell? It is Kurt. <laughs> Kurt Russell. I'm John Walker. I keep confusing his the, the John Walker with yeah. Ryan Russell because <laughs> they're, they're the same person <laughs> to me now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I uh. I noticed that they were very quiet and they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to mm-hmm. give too high of expectations. But um, yeah, I I personally just felt like this story, I would only come back to watch it for the fight scenes. Mm. 
You know, like I felt, I felt like what happened was that there's a lot of buildup in the show itself for not as much payoff as it should have been. Um, there were a few times I will say that it did pay off, um, especially at the end of episode four or the end of episode six. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think those are the two off the top of my head that I'm like, okay, oh, in the beginning of episode five, that fight scene was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was phenomenal. And so, like, I, the rest of it, I kind of was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. kind of already invested. And I kind of, I like looking, watching Anthony Mackie act, you know? So yeah, yeah it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I, the, I, I would, I say? would agree with you. I, it was some, some things to be desired in there in the, in the show as a whole. You know, I do know that they had to do some re rewrite, rewrites and uh, made some changes um, after For- COVID. Because uh, I think originally, what I hear there was a virus storyline, and mm. with the vaccine, all this kind of stuff, and so they had to, mm. they ended up changing that, and I think it has some ramifications that are kind of noticeable in the finale, especially when you say, well, the, when things kind of come together conveniently and a little faster than you might like, yeah, uh, and they just kind of had to change things up a little bit. So I think that may have something to do with it. I think it was because something I felt like the show was leading to something bigger than what the mm-hmm. ending was. Like I feel like the ending was more anticlimactic than the end of WandaVision. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like WandaVision led to that point and there's only one thing I had a gripe about the ending of, but this one I was like So y'all went through all that just for the just for this basically. You know. Well, what it kind of what, felt what were you expecting? I I thought the flag smashers were something, a way bigger threat than they than they turned out to be. Sure, you know what I mean. I thought they were gonna be a way bigger threat. I thought we we're gonna see a lot more Zemo. I thought Zemo was gonna be, yeah. you know, way bigger than what he was. I to be fair, he had a good, he had he had good. The when he was there, it was good, mm-hmm. but like they built him up to yeah. do so much more than than he. But he didn't do as much as I thought he was going to do, you know, Sharon, they, you know what I, it's, they had Sharon Carter, which is, I don't think that's, that's not a spoiler. They had her in the trailers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she wasn't in there as much as I thought she was going to be, you know, um, but it is Falcon and the winter soldier, not Falcon and winter soldier, Zemo and Sharon Carter. But <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel, I just felt like they, they underuse a lot of, they underuse a lot of the characters that they, they brought in for the show. Mm-hmm. And they, I feel like the story that they chose to tell could have been higher stakes. I yeah, I get that, and I think I w- I was kind of underwhelmed with WandaVision too, and and also with this a little bit because in certain ways, by when you finish a series, a lot of things are where they were before the series. So if this hadn't happened, yes, then. Like you're saying, if somebody goes and watches the next Avengers movie, these characters are going to be set up in place, and it was already set up in Avengers Endgame. And so this was just kind of a roadblock uh, for the character to go on a journey, but he's really doing the same thing at the end of it that he was going to, you know, before yes. he went all that. Um, kind of same same thing with, with WandaVision. You know, they felt like the characters end up in a similar position than they were before. You know, Vision's still dead. 
uh, at the end of WandaVision and Wanda's still <laughs> you know, alone. Uh, <laughs> things like yeah, that. But, yeah, basically. <laughs> but, and I felt like that, especially when it first ended. But if you think about, well, you know, all the things that it did set up, you know, all the new characters it brings forward and, and things like that and right. potential directions it could go. You know, same with WandaVision. I feel like there's, I see like four or five clear things that I could see being picked up in a new, in a new movie or a new TV show. And they're season just not as, or something. Yeah. yeah, new season. It, it's just not as obvious as you would have hoped or that maybe not have right. hoped or been thinking. So I definitely get what you're saying. But I also feel like same, same thing with Zemo. He was in prison when this started and when it's, ended he's back in prison you know like so what what really happened did you really did you really need this uh to show that um i i don't know um one thing uh a criticism that i do hear is that falcon and winter soldier was trying to do so much and it did it did a lot of things and talked about a lot of things but because it talked about so many different things it didn't do any of them really really well for instance like you said right. zemo Zemo was great, but it wasn't as much as you liked. And the Wyatt Russell story was great, but you know it, it ended and not as well as I would have liked. And it talks about, well, it talks the show talks some about racism and it talks about immigration, but it doesn't hit hard on either one of those things because it's trying to talk about both of them. You know, so maybe you should pick one and tell a really really good story with one of them instead of telling an okay story with four of them. And so that's that's the criticism that I, right? I do see and I do have. It. I I still I en- I enjoy it what it does say, but I think it could have gone a little further with certain right. things. Um, maybe if it had focused on a little bit less and taken more time with something. You remember uh, when I texted you and I said I said, oh, I can't wait to see the next couple episodes. You're like, there's only one left, and I was like, what? <laughs> see that's why yeah. i was like i felt yeah, like this yeah. we were in the middle of a story and there's only one episode left i was like what are you talking about like, it right. just, it just like, ramped up it ramped up and like it's got to end uh, a lot of different storylines quick and i was worried about that and um for good reason because at the end the last 10 minutes of episode six of the finale it wrapped up one storyline in 90 seconds and it's like, well, that wasn't very impactful because it didn't oh, take yeah, the, his time with yeah, that. that. Uh, one of the Bucky storylines, you know. It's like, golly, you know, yeah. I wish I could have seen that. I hated that. that. I hated that so much. Yeah. I hated that, and I hated the the um the Falcon storyline ending, too, with his family because it was so mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. off so quickly. Right. And I think, I think this could have benefited from one more episode. Or at least ten more minutes of the finale to to give some things a little <laughs> bit more time to breathe and uh, to flesh out some of these stories a little bit more to and, make them and, their endings and, more impactful. I don't think anybody would have Walker complained too. about that. Yeah, that's another no. one I was going to mention in the spoilers, but yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. But just mm-hmm. the overall, I think impression we both got is that it was too quick and it was trying to brush on too many things too fast but the acting and the uh, action scenes kept you coming back right definitely and you know something that it did really well as well is it added a lot to the captain america mythology without retconning or taking anything away right 
and we'll get into that a little bit later. But you know, adds a new character and 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 has to, goes tells some stories about the super soldier serum that we had never heard before, and it um, yeah. talks a little bit about Steve's legacy and things like that. Um, and it adds a lot to that story, and it benefits Sam's story a lot as well. But it doesn't tramp on Steve Rogers or or the original movies legacies at all. Um, so I, you know, I, I think it had a lot a lot to balance, and I think it did it pretty well. Uh, I think it had some work to do, but um, overall, really really good joke. <laughs> Before we get into spoilers. How do you think that this formula, maybe not the formula, but the TV show, Marvel TV shows are going for you? Because as far as, is would it be better as a movie or a TV show? Because to me, I think this would have worked better watching it in one viewing as like one long movie as opposed to six separate episodes. Because I think as a whole as it say a six hour movie, uh, it is a lot better than, than the individual episodes are because when they're episodes you have, I think it's structured as, as a three act movie. that's really long because at at some episodes you have, they're really slow and don't have that much going on. The pacing feels kind of off, but then when you get to the finale, it's like the second part of a third act of a movie. And it's really action-packed and kind of rushed, and they're ending everything together. So I think the pacing of the episodes and and things like that are pretty drastically different because it's it's structured as acts of a movie. I think that I can't make a formal opinion on that until I see Loki because you know I can't I can't just go off of just two um, mm-hmm. because they're they're actually two different shows. So I, ask me that question again when, when Loki when we finish with Loki. Now, I'll probably have a definite answer because I'm leaning towards one answer, but I don't want to say it because it might I might be wrong because Loki might be a little bit different. You well, know? we don't have to talk about all the shows. I was mostly kind of talking about about this one, but I, I saw I had some of the same problems with WandaVision. But I mean, what was your opinion about this show? Do you think I, you would have rather it would be better if you had watched it in one sitting? I, I mean, um, I don't think it should have been in one sitting. Kind of like I, I mean, I felt the same way about about Batman versus about uh, sorry Justice League, the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut, and I was, you felt differently about that. You said it'd be better if it was a, uh, it was it was weird. You said it felt it, like it, it yeah. should have been better as a TV show, and I felt it was good yeah. as a movie. Now we're mm-hmm. now we're on opposite sides again. But the reason why I think that I felt like it should have been a TV show is because I felt like this this story is from from what. Marvel has already come out from movies. This is not a Marvel movie because it just it they they wouldn't do a story like this as a Marvel movie. Like a train like a like this is the stakes aren't high high enough to be a Marvel film. Usually they're they're go big or go home type of things. It's not it's not a localized only have Falcon and Bucky go off on an adventure type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know they're gonna have if they do you know for example like a Captain. Of- Captain America movie, they're gonna have they're gonna have um Hydra, they're gonna have um Shield in it, you know, they're gonna have all these big players involved. We didn't see any of that. The only organization we saw really was the Flag Smashers and uh what what the the the, the government arm GRC that does the, yeah. the GRC. Yeah. Those are the only two big players that we had in here. So I feel like that this story wasn't meant to be a movie. It was meant to be kind of bite bite sized. I get what you're saying, like it's a movie structure. But I feel like personally, I feel like I would have just 
not wanting to watch this in one sitting. Right. I just find found it interesting that it's it has a film structure. It's basically like a six hour movie. But it's definitely not a traditional TV structure where you have a cliffhanger in every episode. You have a kind of an uh, an episode arc. I guess is pretty similar mm-hmm. for TV or, or common for TV shows, and they have a season long overarching yeah. arc. Um, but you have like a beginning, middle, and end of the episodes. Uh, you don't really feel that as much with these because I feel like it's I understand a little less traditional that. TV. I understand what you mean by that. How I felt like it was a movie because of the, like the way that they structured it. I I completely understand that. But I felt like some of those things, like for example, in episode four, that definitely hit a lot harder because it was a TV show. It was in, it was any of an episode, not the just part of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm forgetting the ending yeah. of episode four. Um, it was when the when uh when John Walker. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, you want to go ahead and go into spoilers? Yeah, let's go into spoilers. Uh, this is full spoilers for the whole season of Falcon Winter Soldier. So if you haven't Spoiler seen it, Spoiler alert. Go watch it. Go watch it and then come back and listen to this cuz uh it is I think definitely worth your time and especially if you're a Marvel yeah. fan. Um but here on out it's going to be full spoilers for episodes 1 through 6. Yeah, so first let's go into reveals. Um I mean our character cameos. We had Rhodey Loved it. Rode it to the beginning. Loved it. Yeah, that was that was short, sweet, simple, to the point. Boom. Um, and unexpected. Also speaking, I was like, oh wow. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was such a small role that, you know what? That's what WandaVision lacked too. They didn't. Ha- they they brought in such these. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. They brought in like super. Sm- they brought characters from the movies, but they were like very small characters. You know, mm-hmm. like, but that Rhodey's a huge character, and they brought him in there, and it was just quick. I would have never expected to see Rhodey though, because he's not right. You know, doesn't really have much to do with Falcon or Winter Soldier. I would expect they're both in the army. I mean, both but in yeah, the, yeah, I I never yeah. thought about it, but it makes Military. perfect sense. Sorry. Like, yeah, he, he you know yeah. he, he would be there. <laughs> uh, right. I, I don't know. I, I like that. I, I could I, I could use more cameos. But also, the bigger question: Why? Where? Where were the other Avengers when they're giving off Steve Shield? No one else decided to show up for that. <laughs> That's the thing we don't know, and we we don't really know yeah. during the movies either. But like, where are the Avengers between movies? That's just, what do they do. Like, are they are they a team? Like, I think it was in Avengers two, but you know they have um like the new Avengers kind of setting up, and it seems like they're living at that campus and training and everything. Do they do well, that blew up all the, the time? End of end or, I mean, their right. their entire facility blew it blew up. <laughs> I don't think they're hanging out at the Avengers facility anymore. Are the Avengers even a thing now? I don't think that they're a cohesive team right, right now, or typically in between the movies. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, I it's, if, it's, are there even an Avengers right now? Because there's no big threat for them to fight. Right, and I mean, even like with Spider Man, where was everyone else? Like, like literally, there was just Nick Fury. No mm-hmm. other Avenger showed up to fight this huge threat that was destroying Paris. Right. I think the Avengers That's, really like. I don't think they hang out together and are living and doing like missions every day. I think they only come together when there's something big going on. Yeah, yeah. In this in this universe, for sure. I feel like right. uh, we did see that in Age of Ultron. They were a team and they were working together for a long yeah. time. For they that were period, trying to then, they were trying to set that yeah. up a little bit, but then they abandoned it. Yeah, with Civil War, especially with Civil War, they just like, no, this is the Avengers is like a 
we need everybody to help out right now type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like a mm-hmm. we're just hanging out, chilling, chilling in the <laughs> at the facility, just waiting for stuff to happen. You know, right. uh, they have their own lives. You know, as we saw in Falcon and Winter, so they have their, all have their own lives going on. Apparently, they don't get paid by the government. They're all just funded by Tony. Uh, we see that mm-hmm. in here. Actually, that was really good. They showed a little side of that. Like they, you know, they're not getting paid to do these things that they do, right. which is kind of messed Crazy. up. But yeah, it is messed up. Um, <laughs> yeah, we see that. But also the next big cameo was, um, who would I say? Uh, I would say maybe uh, I, I enjoyed there wasn't cameos. There was just like bigger reveals. OK, let's, uh, I'll say this. Sharon Carter as the power broker. I was I was like okay, <laughs> wasn't really too concerned about that. I mean, I, like, I, <laughs> I mean, it's not very unexpected. As soon as she's kind of acting shady in episode three or episode four, whenever she's right. introduced, I'm like, hmm, is she the power broker? And they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, she's the power so, yeah, broker. So I don't, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I could, couldn't care less. Really. But they waited to make you wait three episodes to see that, and it's like, bro, like you could have just told me that like episode three. Seriously, yeah. Um, yeah. What you're talking uh, about? Oh no! Well, was the uh, ending of episode four, though John Walker. I mean, he's the new Captain America. He he's still a good character, especially at the, at the at the beginning. He just is does not living up to Steve Rogers. You're like, oh, I don't think he deserves this. He's he's whiny a lot. He does stuff that he's boastful. He does a lot of things that Captain America doesn't do. But the ending of episode four, um, on that that cliffhanger. I mean, he kills a man in the street and blood on the on the shield and yeah. the whole world's watching and that's just like well that's definitely not Captain America huge but that symbolism is right there huge ramifications because Captain America just killed a man in broad daylight um, and you know that says yeah. a lot about how a lot of people see America in some ways I feel like he's not always a symbol uh, but yeah like you said just that imagery of blood on the sh- on the shield is is very impactful for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons i'm surprised they went that far i'm surprised they went that far to be honest it was shocking like that was actually kind of that was kind of a a bold move by disney and marvel to show that in a technically a kid's show Mm -hmm. you know um showing blood on the symbol of america basically an american flag almost Mm -hmm. um that's huge uh but John Walker himself, I I kind of already knew he was gonna he was gonna take the serum. I kind of saw that like miles away when they started bringing up, up the serum. I was like, he's gonna yeah. take it. He yeah. definitely and he takes and he takes it. And uh, I was I wasn't surprised by that. Um, I knew Anthony Mackie or I knew Falcon wasn't <laughs> wasn't gonna take it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Reminds, it's just, it's just, <laughs> I was gonna say that reminds me of you talking about him taking the serum. It reminds me of um. I mean, it wasn't too surprising. They were kind of leading up to it for a couple episodes, you know, like hinting at his. Yeah. You could see his his failures. Uh, he would talk about, gosh, they, you know, they weren't even super soldiers. He's not living up to right. Captain America, so he would want to take it. But I, that reminded me of how much I liked Sam and Bucky's reaction to John Walker not wanting anything to do with him. They don't like yeah. him. They don't want to work with him. They pick on him a little bit. But <laughs> it reminded me of the episode where the Dormelage comes in and are fighting. John Walker and and trying to get Zemo, and they're like, we should do something. We do, we should do th- something. And Bucky's just like, oh, looking yeah. strong, John. And he's like, getting his, oh getting yeah, his yeah, uh, yeah, really good. Uh, I, there's a lot of funny moments in this show too. I, I liked. 
Oh, this show was hilarious. I will give it that. This show was pretty funny. I, I, like I said, I, I came for the characters, man. Zemo dancing was a hit. Zemo dancing was a whole meme thing. Anthony <laughs> Mackie just talking shit to, to Bucky the whole time. It was great. I was like I saying, the characters are great. Um, I did enjoy. Um, I felt like Battlestar's death was definitely needed for John Walker to go over, over the edge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think he was going to die. I actually was kind of surprised by that. That was one big surprise I, I did have was that they killed off Battlestar. I thought he was going to probably stay for a little bit longer. Yeah, um, I did, that's some, one thing I did not expect. Yeah, I know that. I, I Carly's death, she shouldn't. I don't feel like she shouldn't have died. There was no point to her dying, mm-hmm. um, personally. That's, that's part of the them wrapping it up a little faster yeah. because of those rewrites with the virus storyline. I think that's one way that uh, the show was affected with Carly's death being one of them. And so especially the finale. Uh, and I think John Walker was cleaned up a little bit um, because of that. So his redemption arc was so short. Right. That's, I, I wish it was a lot longer. Right. I would have liked to see more, uh, with him, that's one thing I I notice is nobody is the last like the last episode. Basically, he he killed that person in the street, and he got the shield taken away from him. Right, and the government yeah, like, said you're not Captain America anymore. But now, the next day, he shows up here fighting the flag smashers, and nobody even looks his direction or says anything. Like everybody's so accepting. Like at the end, yeah, nobody episode, realizes that's John Walker, the guy who just killed. Yeah. Right, he walks through. That was Captain America until last night, and he walked in through a crowd of reporters <laughs> and people, and nobody even looks at him. <laughs> like they would be asking him stuff, just like yeah. they're asking Sam. Uh, <laughs> I think, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like that. I yeah, I, I, they I, they kind of did him dirty. They kind of did his story a little dirty. Right, and I think that's like I, I wish they would have had, you know, ten more minutes at least. But I think it it would have been more impactful if. Because at the end of the episode, basically, he's um, comes out as he gets a new suit. He's U.S. agent now. He becomes U.S. agent, not Captain America, U.S. agent. He gets a all black suit, and uh, it's very comic accurate, by the way, which I I was really excited about. But I was like, that's after his 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 fight with Sam and Bucky and and everything. It would have been a lot more impactful if he would just showed up at the beginning of the episode as U.S. agent in his new outfit and everything. Yes. And he's yep. changed a little bit, and you can see, oh, that's not Captain America anymore. There's something, something different. I would have liked to him already shown up and gone through that change. Maybe somebody look his damn direction right. when he's in the middle of the street. <laughs> you know, say, oh, what's right. all this about? Instead of putting it at the end. Um, I mean, I get probably why they did it for pacing and things like that. But right, I I, fe- I felt like they could have did a little bit more with character. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely. Also, so. one thing I want to point out too. One thing I want to point out too is that, um, hey, did you know this? I know you're a big Captain America fan, but Steve Rogers only ever said "I'm Captain America" technically once. He and then every time someone else asks him, "Who are you? Who are you?" He says Steve Rogers. Hmm. But, um, John Walker, every time he walks up, he says, "I am Captain America." Yeah. I know that was a yeah. big distinction. I actually knew, like I, I really I I saw that somewhere and I was like that's actually so subtle. That's mm-hmm. like a very subtle thing. Is like he's he's using the title as like 
being like st- like he's using the title too much, but Steve doesn't really care about the title. He's who he is, even if he's not Captain America. You know, right. Steve yeah, so is, is is Steve. They just made him Captain America. He's Steve Rogers. Right. He's also Captain America, but John Walker is Captain America first. That's why I said he's boastful about it. When he he goes to break uh, Bucky out of prison, he walks in the police station in his full Captain America uniform. You know, he's right. he's boasting. He's taking pictures, all this kind of stuff. Steve Rogers would never do that. You see, when he broke people out of prison or or things like that, like he just went as Steve Rogers. He wasn't. He didn't use a Captain America title to throw it around and get things and have things right. go his way, which John Walker does. And so I think that's something this show does show really well. Um, and we haven't got oh, yeah. to it yet for spoilers. But at the end of this show, um, Sam it comes out, and he's the new Captain America. And But that's something the show does good. At the beginning, the first few episodes, it, it shows you what Captain America shouldn't be, and that's John Walker. But at the end of it, you get to see, wow, this this is what Captain America should be, and with with Sam, yeah, and, you know, he he does it the right way. It beautiful imagery, by the way. That is, and I think that's something I really appreciate having watched it all. Is you get to see a bad Captain America, and you get to see a really good one. So that that dichotomy is done really well. Oh, and his suit, his suit, amazing is it's. I'm so excited because I was get, I was kind of worried that it was going to be changed up and, and it's very, very comic accurate. It's like from, from right off the page. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's almost like, yeah, like they, they copied exactly the same. It's, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. It's, uh, I was, you know, at the end of episode five, I was kind of like, just show us the suit already. Show me the suit. Show me the suit. <laughs> but, the suit. but then episode six, that's all you get was the suit. He never, I don't think he ever got out of the suit episode besides the, the very, very end of it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I was like, you don't I want, want to, though. You want to yeah. see it? You want to yeah. <laughs> do it? One thing, I love the suit. It was awesome. I wish they would have taken a little bit more time with the review of it. He just kind of Yeah, because the, it, got... the first time you see it, it was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, cool. Um, I feel like he just should have stood there and you just have a nice, like, you know, pan shot or something. It just kind of tilts up and then it's off, you know? <laughs> like, I would have liked him to... Let's breathe yeah. in. This is the new Captain America and the new suit and all that kind of stuff. And same thing with the title card change. You know, it changes from Falcon and Winter Soldier to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I would just you know, be a little slower with it. Take Have Captain America take his time coming up there because it's a big deal. And I feel in the finale episode especially, it was just a little too rushed. I would have liked to see 10, 15 more minutes. Take your time with some of these big moments that, and explain these things. That last episode was very rushed. Yeah. Super rushed. That's kind of what I was saying about... That's one the, honestly one of the biggest gripes I have. It, feel, it felt like the second part of the third act of a movie. It's like wrapping everything up. And it feels... Makes for a very fast episode. But you know, I like I said, I, I even called that when I texted you. I didn't know there was going to be one less episode. I thought there was going to be more. and then Because I, I felt like they, they needed more time to space all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. But there's like I felt like they just needed more time, um, but yeah, I, I mean, again, I went into it knowing that it's a TV show and it's not supposed to be like a movie. It's supposed to be just something to hold you over till the movies come out and like supposed to kind of advance the characters forward and and develop them a little bit more, which it did. 
Mm-hmm. It did that really well. And it also did really well the okay, going back to the fight scenes. I love them so much. They they were on par with um with pretty much the movies, the fight scenes. Um especially the one where it was uh the most memorable one for me is definitely Bucky and uh Bucky and Captain America versus uh Captain America. <laughs> that In, was uh, episode five yeah that that yeah. was probably my favorite fight because it mm-hmm. the stakes were kind of high on that one and i mm-hmm. i was actually talking to myself when i watched it. i was like come on you guys get the shield get the shield get the shield <laughs> yeah uh, it's kind of um you don't know any three of them could could come away from the shield you don't know if right john walker's gonna win it back because he's got the super soldier now serum now and um he, he's gonna end up taking it and and keeping the shield or is Bucky going to get the shield and he's going to, is he going to give it to Sam or is he going to keep it for himself? It's stuff that you don't know, but yeah, that was a really, really good fight. One other thing I had about the, uh, the finale was just the excitement that you get from seeing Sam as, as Captain America. It was was really, really good by his, his speech that he gives, um, to, to the, uh, senators and his, on TV and everything, uh, I thought it was really good. It was really impactful. It really does a good job of, you know, showing the new Captain America, and this is, this is how he is, and it's, it's showing you, you know, that he he can pick up the mantle, really well, and that's why I liked about Bucky it, watching him give the speech. He's he's taking pride in that. He's seeing Steve's mantle being up, upheld, um, and, and that, you know, Steve Steve made the right choice because Bucky you know, couldn't, couldn't do that. And Sam is perfectly fit for this new age. Um, and he's a type of Captain America that we need, uh, for the way this new world is. And it's changed a lot since 1940s. It's yeah, it, a different Captain America there. So which is neat. Yeah. And, uh, it definitely blurred a line between it definitely, definitely blurred a line between, uh, realism and, uh, the in, in show, mm-hmm. uh, government too. I felt like he was mm-hmm. talking directly to like both, which yep. was kind of interesting to look at because I, I felt like that that was that was like Disney's message or the showrunner's message to like our government too, in mm-hmm. a way, mm-hmm. um, because I mean that's what Captain America is. He's a symbol of basically like patriotism and stuff like that to be the the man that upholds everything, and he's not just there, you know, he's there to be the soul of uh, right. of of all Americans. You know, yeah, and, and he's there to, yeah. yeah, to best represent America, and I think not necessarily what America is, but what America should be—the best be. parts of America, yeah. what it can be—and you know, that's a good way to describe John Walker. He's probably more what America is in a lot of ways, but Sam is definitely what you know. I think America should strive to be, and what the best parts of it. You know, not, not. Uh, being boastful, not not pr- projecting yourselves, and and you know not thinking uh, or making decisions before we uh, think about how it's going to impact others and the people who aren't in the room. But Sam does a a good job of keeping the peace, and it, that speech really shows how he's just as inspirational as Steve is. Um, you know, he's as he, that's what Captain America needs to be in this new day and age. But his his quote. He said, you know, the only power I have is I, I believe that we can do better. And that's the kind of thing that Steve stood for. And that's the type of person that 
uh, a country can look up to and as this symbol. I think that's exactly what Captain America needs to be. So I think it did a really nice job. Yeah, he's a symbol. Mm -hmm. Symbols are powerful. Um, Last thing I want to touch on, too, um, spoiler-wise, is uh, Isaiah Bradley. Oh, yeah. That was a very interesting character. That was kind of unexpected. I did not expect that that type of thing to come from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, touching on that, like for example, like they were basically mirroring the Tuskegee experiments with his character, mm-hmm. um, which was a real life event that happened. But they basically just turned it into super soldier um, serum, uh, and that was really interesting to see how like the parallel between you know Captain America's in America what happened to the to the, the Captain America of color and versus Captain America that wasn't, you know, and they kind of, they, they were, they kind of didn't hide that, you know, they kind of, they mm-hmm. definitely gave him a lot of showtime on that. And, uh, it, I feel like that impacted Sam a lot showing what could happen to him or what could have happened to him if he was trying to be Captain America, say like in the forties, you know, with, with the, mm-hmm. with, and you know, I mean, the when we watch the first Avenger, they don't really they don't touch on any of that kind of stuff at all no. in there. Um, and so, you know, but we all know as, as history is told, like that was a very um, not a very good time for African Americans in in uh, in in our country. And you know, that, that's what that's what the movie the movie wasn't about that. But then now we do have the 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 um, idea of Captain America being a black man. So. They kind of had mm-hmm. to do that and show like what could have happened if this was uh, in the 1940s, right. you know. And then they kind of touched upon that, and it was really interesting, interesting to me about his character and that his whole arc about how they gave him, um, you know, finally gave him his the the recognition that he wanted is in the Captain America Museum, and mm-hmm. uh, that was that was pretty heartwarming, touching to me. And also, apparently, his. Uh, his grandson's supposed to be a superhero too. I forgot his name, yeah. but Patriot. He's supposed to be Patriot. One. Patriot. Yeah. So he's kind of like Captain yeah, America or America themed. Um, yeah, but I I really like that because it shows it, it's really important for Sam and his decision to become Captain America. Uh, is right. is that whole storyline with Isaiah Bradley? And I, you know, Isaiah did the same the exact same thing that Steve did in in the first Avenger, where he went and busted all those people out of prison and brought them all back uh that's what isaiah bradley says he did but he got put in prison for it you know so you know what is the difference there and it shows you that a lot of things like this probably do happen in the country and have been covered up before it's just it's kind of mirroring um real life stuff but i love that moment as well when at the the end with the hit, hit isaiah bradley exhibit in the captain america museum and i really oh, it, yeah. it hit me when i was watching it you know, it's all this stuff is about Steve Rogers. And I was like, wow, like how did they, I didn't think the government would allow, you know, this to be added to the Captain America Museum. But then I, I look to the right of the screen and I see Sam standing there. The new Captain America is like, of course, Captain America told them what to be in the Captain America exhibit. And that's, that's how it got added there. And I right. was like, I, wow, like he's, you know, it's just another example of the good that he's he's doing as as Captain America. But I, I, I don't know that by the end of this, I was really I was like, wow, Sam is that, Captain uh, America. It's really good. Good moment. That, and, there, that's one storyline that actually got wrapped up. Yeah, that was one storyline <laughs> that actually got wrapped up pretty well was the Isaiah Bradley story. And I was worried about it because after they introduced him, we didn't see him for like two episodes. 
for three episodes. Yeah, you're, I, you're I, right. I, I thought it's it was going to be wrapped up gone. <laughs> very, very fast, and but it 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 was satisfying. I mean that 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 performance too in in the exhibit when it's just Isaiah Bradley hugs Sam and it's just so much gratitude. He's like shaking because he's so so happy and and proud of of being in the exhibit and what he did and and what that means. Um, really, really good acting. Yeah, all around. That that is like his whole character is, is a huge parallel about um, black men in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember learning in school that a lot of um, basically they would they would have uh, uh, squads of black men. What was it like? Uh, the Red Tails. Um, mm-hmm. They had uh, a bunch of them, and they never got the recognition that any other other platoons and squads did, which was really right. interesting to me that they kind of even touched upon that but i know isaiah even said that he was i think he said something about the red wings um yeah and also there's a really interesting article on reddit probably look it up it's on the marvel studios subreddit where a guy he actually went and and like wrote down all the historical events that are like parallels to isaiah bradley's story Mm -hmm. in american history and that was pretty interesting that people and i looked at the comments a lot of people didn't even know some of those things existed yeah Um, like so i mean yeah i I would have recommend just like seeing where they got the idea for isaiah's story from i don't know how his character is in this comic books i actually never heard that character until the show Mm -hmm. um but i think that was super important especially for like you said for sam's growth to learn about the history of where he what he's doing and what what mantle he's picking up you know Mm -hmm. so i think it's his story is pretty similar in the comics um it might go a little bit further where actually he, I think he might have his own Captain America type costume um, in the comics, but I haven't read it, but I hear that there's a, the storyline that really addresses that is called Captain America, red, white, and black. I think that's what it's called. So if you are, do like that storyline or interested in it and learning more about it and see kind of that story's origins in the comics, I would recommend checking that out. He does have his own Captain. He does have his own suit. Right. Um, so he is a big deal in the comics. Um, one one last thing I want to say before we wrap it up is, along with Sam being Captain America, but after he gives his speech and everything, and he goes to meet Bucky, Bucky, Bucky says, "Nice job, Cap." I almost that about made me cry. Oh. <laughs> I lost. I was like, "Wow, that's so so uh, meaningful." And I I just think you know Bucky's yeah. Bucky's acceptance of Sam as Cap and and uh everything that that means i don't know i i I, it part of it's because they they came so far as characters um, themselves and their relationship um but also just both of their relationships with steve i I just made it really meaningful and and uh i really enjoyed that all right well that's i think all of our thoughts on falcon and the winter soldier yeah i mean let's give it uh you want to give it quick scores Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say let's get into the scores. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, based on our rating of movies, I'm gonna go with the same thing. Uh, if you don't know by now, our rating goes as one: don't watch it at all; it's terrible. Two: um, it's a bad. It's just a bad movie or TV show. Three: it's it's okay. Um, if it's on, I'll watch it. Four: it's it's good. It's actually really good. Five: is you must watch this. I would go with a 3.75. Mm-hmm. I would give it that. It's it's almost to the point where I can say it's really good. 
Um, but there's just the pacing issue and at the last episode and just the the underwhelming plot makes me kind of wish it was a little bit more important to the MC. I mean, besides Sam getting the mantle, which I mean, that's not a spoiler besides Sam getting the mantle. There's only like minor character things that happen in the show that are going to affect the the rest of the MCU. So uh, for the casual viewer, yeah, it's on Disney plus. If you have Disney plus, it's free. Just watch it. Um, but if you're pressed for time and you don't really care about Marvel that much, you just want to watch the big events or just watch in game or uh, Infinity War five times, eh, I wouldn't. I'd say you probably wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, what do you think, Michael? Man, I I would probably give it the exact same thing. I mean, it's it's I I would go so far as to give it a four, but like three point seven five is probably more accurate. I pretty much have the exact same thoughts as you. I think it it's not perfect by any means. It has a lot of pacing issues. It has, you know, doesn't, doesn't, it could have gone farther with some things. I think it tried to balance a little too much at times, but it gave me a lot of moments that really excited me when you, you know, a new character that I enjoyed hating, uh, John Walker, it, 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 it I was so excited to see Sam as the new Captain America in his debut. And I like uh, the relationship with Bucky and Sam. And I like seeing a little bit about Sam's backstory and his, you know, he's from New Orleans and he's lives in the bayou. And that's, you know, we, we know a lot about that, but he's from New Orleans. It's, it's, <laughs> from it's fun to, it's fun <laughs> to see a lot of that. And it's, it was, I don't know. It, it does ha- give you a lot of character moments. Um, and a lot of good action too. So it was very, very enjoyable show for me. So uh, yeah, I will give it 3.75 or a four. It's, it's, um, you know, not the best bit of content out there. Probably not, not my favorite thing in the Marvel universe, but it, I got a lot of enjoyment for it. I think that's what the show was for. Got a lot of character development out of it. And I enjoyed this installment of the Marvel universe and continuing these character stories and, uh, and seeing, you know what lies and getting a hint at what lies for them for the for the future and it sets up a lot so i really liked it so that that would be my score okay okay perfect so that does it for this episode so um now it's time to play our favorite game what are you into what's the theme song you got it (laughs) yeah what'd you do what are you into there it is. I just, I'm just okay. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it in there. Perfect. Uh, so, um, let's go. Who are you going? Who's going first? Me or you? Uh, I'll go. I'll go real quick. I can't right. remember if I've done this one or not. Um, I'll tell you I, if you did or not. I've been watching it this week. Um, not too much. I haven't had too much time to watch anything. But this is a fun little show called Shit's Creek. Have I done that one? Okay. No, you haven't. Okay. Awesome. I've been telling people about it. I couldn't remember if it was on the podcast or not, uh, but it's fun. It's it's a thirty minute episode. The it was on Netflix. This is a comedy, um, and it's about I think it just ended. It's about six seasons, um, but it's about this really filthy rich family. And uh, the first episode is them. You're in their house, and everything's getting moved out of it. And their business managers stole all their money and, and bankrupt them. And <laughs> All they have left <laughs> is this little, like they're mega rich. All they have left, he's like, well, it's not all lost. You still have this. They're like, where are we going to move to? Uh, we have no house. And he's like, well, you have this one little thing, um, this town that you bought. He had bought his son 
this town called Shit's Creek. A town? For his, yeah, for his birthday as a joke. And he just bought the town as a joke because he oh thought it was a funny God. name. And that's all that the business manager oh left him. God. And that's all that they have. And they go to the town, this, oh this backwoods God. little town. The, <laughs> and it's, it's really, really funny. They have to live in an old motel there. And the mayor is uh, just kind of... He's real goofy, and, and and it's just all these weird people that they, they come from this elite social life to this trailer park life almost and have to and have to deal with that and the kids are really really spoiled and it's it's uh it's a really really funny show um i'm just i'm almost done with the first season but uh, my sister got me onto it and it's it's uh it's really good to see that their family dynamic and them dealing with just being thrown at this town and having nothing uh so it's it's really funny. I would really suggest it if you want to laugh or just looking to for something quick to put on. And I don't know, it's a good one. It's what I've been into this week. Oh, what perfect! I actually was gonna. I saw that on Netflix, and I was like, I was very interested in that. But mm-hmm. then I, uh, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this or not. Now I'm gonna watch it because you yeah. made me want to watch it. So I'm I would, watch it I would suggest it. It's, it's but uh, <laughs> well, what am I into this week? Well. I want to say this. So I've been the past, it has been a year, but um, I started going to the gym in August, as most of you probably know, because uh, I say it a lot on here. I go to, <laughs> I go to the gym. <laughs> but uh, I hit one of my goals of like strength this, actually this, this, this afternoon, which I was really happy about. Um, and I finally learned how to cook chicken that's not dry. And that was right before the podcast. I was really happy about that. I you want to know how I learned how to do it? So tips and tricks I gave you. No. Uh, (laughs) Well, for one, I realized that only one of my burners on my stove actually works really well. The rest of them Mm kind of suck. I learned that um, months ago, and it wasn't just me being bad. It was just that the burners literally don't they don't work that well. But uh, anyways, I learned this from a box because I made some. uh, sesame chicken the other day and it told me how to cook the chicken mm-hmm. and so i just i remember so it said to turn it on high for seven minutes like cook the chicken on high reset seven minutes and then then once it's done like kind of cooked put it on low um and then add sauce yeah and that's what i did today with barbecue sauce it was just regular chicken i seasoned it up and then i put did the exact same thing with barbecue sauce and i was like oh my god my chicken isn't dried out anymore because i honestly i'm not gonna lie to you i'm so scared of my chicken not me not cooking my because i'm still yeah. like a beginner cook i'm so scared of my chicken not being cooked all the way you know what i mean yeah so like that's why i was cooking it so much because i was like i wanted to make sure that it was cooked all the way through mm-hmm. before i ate it and but that dried out so now it's like oh this is how you do it and now i ate it today i was literally sitting there eating before you called me and i was like oh my god it's 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 perfect. And I, I called my mom and I told her that <laughs> I was like, I finally got it. <laughs> She's like, Good it job, may have something to do with all that sauce that you're adding to it, too. <laughs> Making it what do you dry. mean? What do you mean? Like, if you're eating chicken with no sauce, it's going to taste drier than chicken covered in sauce. Well, no, see, it's the thing. It was like, like I would eat it and it would be like so dried out, it was chewy. I was, I was just no, like, yeah. a, not super chewy, but like, it just, I would just deal with it because it wasn't too, too chewy. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I guess you're right, maybe because I had the sauce and like whatever, but it it just probably probably your cooking time too. I mean, you're cooking it different now with high for seven minutes, and maybe you were cooking it on low before. I don't know. 
Yeah, I kind of was clicking it low. At first. I'm glad you figured it out. You've been you've been dealing with that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, hey, leave me alone. This That's boy's good. first time out by himself. <laughs> so you're into cooking chicken. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and, and you always right, have so the most chicken. unique. <laughs> hobbies <laughs> i like how you always talk about like tv shows i'm always like the most random thing <laughs> i can think about yeah i know you don't you must I, I don't, watch, I don't you watch, must not watch too much tv shows you're listening to much music i don't <laughs> i don't i listen I, I tell you I all i do is look at cryptocurrencies all day and i, I listen to the same music and then i get on the podcast <laughs> that's all i do <laughs> that's funny well awesome. we're gonna wrap this episode up <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, hey, thanks everybody for listening to this week's episode. It was a very enjoyable one for me because I enjoyed the show. Let us know what you thought about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. If you enjoyed it as much as Raheem and I did, if you're looking forward to Loki and the other Marvel installments, let us know also what you want to hear us talk about on the podcast. How many you want us to keep doing reviews? You want us to talk about uh, industry specific things? You let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us that feedback at our email address at reservesatingpod at gmail.com. It's a good way to get in touch with us about show-related topics, but also tell us what you think on iTunes. Uh, you can leave us a five-star review over there and a rating. And uh, also, I'm sure on other platforms, too, you can do the same thing. If you can do that, give us a good rating review and, and uh, tell us about what you thought. That way it'll give... It'll help people find us and hear about us. You know what you can do, actually, for the email? You can send us in your... If you did see um, Mortal Kombat, because we're going to review it next week. If you already saw it, send us in your review of Mortal Kombat. And we'll say it live here on the show. You know, because uh, I saw it already. How about you, Michael? Did you see it already? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. No? No. Okay. Did you watch it at home? Okay, I got, some, I got some thoughts. I watched it with my friends yesterday. Did you go to the theater or you just put it at home? No, we watched it at home. I got you. Guys. Yeah, I plan on going to see it in theaters, but that's a good uh, that's a good suggestion, Raheem. Yeah, definitely send us that. Or you can send it to us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Or, or any of those Snapchat. Even. <laughs> or, or snail mail. Snail mail. You can MySpace. Any of that works. Yeah. That all works. <laughs> where, where are some of the places I could send it to you, <laughs> Uh, you can send it to my uh, to my Google Plus if you want. Oh come on! Yeah, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Raheem at uh, Hemi Delight. That's H E M Y Delight, like Sunny Delight. Um, you can also follow me on Snapchat Raheemzies. That's R A H E M S I E S. I don't have a TikTok. I mean, I do have a TikTok, but I don't even use it, so don't worry about that. And what about you, Michael? You already said what you what you follow you on, right? No. Uh, not this time. Not this time. Not yet. I, I I'm on Instagram at mcastle3. I'm on TikTok at mikecast37. And on Twitter at mw underscore castle. All good places to find me. You're getting a lot of followers on TikTok. I saw. Yeah, I, I've been posting. I have water reaction reactions up there. I have Falcon and Winter Soldier reactions up there, and people seem to be enjoying them. But they're really they're really fun to do. I get really invested in these shows and um, and have some funny some funny reactions uh, to them so if you're interested in that interested in these shows and like the like the podcast and uh, the Marvel Universe things like that that's a good place to follow me and see me in person which is great 
other than that, I don't think there's anything else to say. Except, we'll see you next week. Hopefully you'll join us. And until next time, don't forget. Ticket to reserve seating. Boom. Got it.